Something happened for the first time since April 30th this week in Project 70, and we've also now seen our second player autograph in this set. With the amount of energy behind cryptocurrency, I could easily, easily see this card coming out number one on the print run scale at the end of this. So we didn't make number one, but we sure as heck made number four on the top 10 list with that Fernando Tatis by Ben Baller. Welcome to episode number 40 of the Project 70 Show. My name is Chris, otherwise known on Twitter and Instagram is at CRT underscore sports cards. And my website, you all know, is CRTSportsCards.com. That is where you want to go for everything that you want to know around Project 70. And of course, it is Friday, which means there's going to be new updated pricing this weekend. And the big question is, which card will be the most valuable? It was pretty close last week on the first artist cards with that Acuna by Pardee and the Otani by, by Tyson Beck. Which one will be at the top when we look at it on Sunday morning? Now my money is gonna be on that Otani being the most valuable first artist card, but we will see if Akuna can hold on to that number one spot. But also, when you talk about putting your money down, I would have put a lot of money on the fact that Fernando Tatis would have been our number one printed card, beating out Mike Trout by Alex Pardee. But 12,000 is a very, very strong number, and that is the very first time since April 30th that we have placed a card in the top 10 and the artist was not named Alex Pardee. So Alex Pardee now still has all five cards of his in the top 10, but that Willie Mays is number 10. So if another card pushes over that Willie Mays, Alex Pardee will not have five cards in the top 10 unless his next card beats that Willie Mays. We'll have to find out in the next couple weeks how the top 10 will shake out. And so now that we have seen those Monday print runs, of course, that Tatis 12,142 is just a monster number, but there's three other numbers that posted on Monday that were also interesting in their own right. Taking a look at first the Aaron Judge by Claw Money, 1,403. And the big telltale sign here is this is out of the last six Yankee cards, five of them have been under 2,000. So we're really starting to see a real depreciation here of Yankee print runs. Just because there are so many darn Yankees, people's budgets are probably getting burst right now by the fact they had to buy 50 cards at this time if they're putting all the cards together. So we will see if this trend holds or if we'll start to see a pickup here in the near future with Yankee cards. And then on the other two cards that released on Monday, the Josh Gibson by FDOT and the Randy Johnson Duck Hunt by Jonas Never. I was most surprised here that that Jonas Never did come in over 3.3K, over the current average in the set. That was to me the biggest stunner because when I really look at those two cards together, yes, the Nintendo theme card was fantastic. It was very nostalgic for a lot of us. I just thought the energy around Josh Gibson, around the potential of the MVP award, the fact that this is really his first card you could buy in nearly 70 years would drive the perma north of 3k maybe even 3.5k but look just under 2.8 is still a very very nice showing in the current market of project 70 but at the end of the day hats off to jonas never for taking a risk with a nintendo theme card and doing 3.3k but now I do think I owe everyone here some cards from Tuesday because I left off the video on Monday kind of rather abruptly. And I will tell you, at the end of the day, we are going to see cards in the moment when releases come out every day of the week. 
we're gonna see cards at times that maybe confound us, confuse us, maybe we don't see eye to eye with. And the card that really kind of got me tripped up on Tuesday was the Pose Sparky Anderson. And I got tripped up for a couple of different reasons. Number one, when I first saw that card Tuesday morning, my mind said that is a Reese Hoskins card. But then when I saw Sparky Anderson on the front, I was a little confused. And then when I think of Sparky Anderson, I think of Sparky Anderson as the manager of the Tigers who won a World Series with the Tigers. But we have the Phillies. So my mind kept trying to tell me that was a Reese Hoskins card for the Phillies, yet it said Sparky Anderson. So I couldn't just transition from the Tatis to the Pose card. So I said, I'm just gonna scrap it. I'm gonna put the video out as it is and come back to it. But this is a Sparky Anderson card to celebrate him as a player, not as a manager. And I learned something from this card for the fact that he played for the Phillies because I only know Sparky Anderson as a manager of the Tigers. And so while it looks like Pose will be giving us two different poses per player on every single card, one cool thing that Undefeated is doing with their cards is breaking their 20 card run into really sub-series. And we had, of course, three times dope. We had Willie Mays, Griffey, and Mookie Betts. And now this is the second of the three for the superhuman abilities, the power hitters group. The first one was that Tatis. The second one now is this Juan Soto. And when you put the Juan Soto, of course, with the Sparky Anderson, you have two new entrances into my No Hat collection. So I'm happy to add both of these to my own personal subset series. But in this little sub-series for Undefeated, they're using classic comic book covers as the reference material. And I will be very honest here with you, comic books, Marvel, all that stuff goes right over my head. So seeing the Tatis, now seeing the Soto, I don't know the reference, if there's a particular comic this references, but we do know right now Akuna is going to be the next player up in Undefeated set. And I'm just happy to see these artists take these 20 card runs and break them down into individual sub-series. I wish more artists would do it because it gives you a little bit more of a flavor to their set. And now fresh off their recent Doc Ellis release, which I thought was kind of out there when you look at the very first three cards in Chinatown Market set from the Ichiro to the Maguire to the Kershaw, we get maybe what I'm gonna say here is a very, very safe play with the Babe Ruth. It's not edgy like the Doc Ellis. It's not referencing anything. It's just you get what you see with this Babe Ruth. So if you're a Yankee fan and if you're a Ruth collector, you're gonna buy this card. I don't know if it really changes your mind one way or the other on Chinatown Market, whether you're putting the set together or not, but it is a very, very classic and to the point Babe Ruth card for this set. So while that Ruth may not elicit a smile from you or a friend, maybe even give you no emotion at all, it is very hard to not take a look at the Cody Bellinger by Tyson Beck and not get a smile on your face because you have a very jovial Cody Bellinger more than likely celebrating a World Series, a home run. You know, it's got a very LA background, the palm trees. The one thing I'm most questioning on the card is the caution tape. This is not a murder scene, this is not a crime scene. Maybe an artist in the future will take us down a murder mystery three, four card subset series, but for now, this is about celebrating Bellingers, celebrating the Dodgers, but all that I can see is the murder tape or the crime scene tape on this card. But I will also say, Tyson Beck continues to crush it with his basketball cards. I don't personally collect basketball cards, but I know if I was a basketball card collector, 
I would be all over every single one of his cards because they are just fantastic. So if you've not seen them, definitely check out his basketball cards. And now speaking about crushing it, by the way, if you have not seen the Ken Griffey Jr. by Michael B, you have to go look at that card. But you know what? I'll just show it to you right here on the screen. This card is absolutely stunning. And when I, when I first saw this card, I thought about the mix-up or the mashup last year of Don C's Ken Griffey followed by the Willie Mays. This kind of is the best of both worlds, but this card, it is another level right now in the set. Yes, I am a biased, biased Mariners fan, but I have no connection to Griffey. But I will tell you right now, this is one of the best looking cards in the set. But now speaking here about the Mariners specifically as a team, I am the most surprised nearly 250 cards in that the Mariners are the third highest produced team behind the Yankees and the Dodgers. Right now with this Eat Your Eye Morning Breath, this is now 19 different Mariner cards. And when you think about the Mariners, they are really top heavy. We have Griffey and we have Ichiro. Yes, there is Jay Buhner, Edgar Martinez. There are a lot of players you could also put out there. There is an A-Rod, of course, in this set. But to see 19 Mariners this early is surprising. And then Ichiro, nine cards already. Of course, we will never see that list of what tops put out with the artists from the top to bottom, from most collectible to maybe least collectible. But we have to know Ichiro is at the top of the list because nine cards in, far and above the number one produced athlete in the set. But where does this Morning Breath Ichiro rank in the list of all nine cards so far? I will tell you, in my opinion, it may not be the best, but I will also say it is the best because it is the very first time Ichiro had a card produced and there is basically no English on the card. Ichiro, of course, is a Japanese hero before he is an American hero, so it is great to see this card in complete Japanese and not in English, but we will see how it sells. We will see if it beats out that Quicks because the Quicks Ichiro right now is still my number one favorite card. But we all didn't come here to watch me fawn over Mariner cards in the set. I will do that in private. I will say though, Tops, please give us a Mariner release date. Please release a Griffey and an Ichiro on the same day in the coming months. But when you take a look at all of the cards of the week over the past couple of days, what other cards out there could you be seeing in the same way that I see the Griffey and the Ichiro. One card that stands out to me the most is the new Chuck Styles release, the Willie Mays. And it is one of my favorite cards from this week because when you take a look at the card and you look inside Willie Mays' eyes and you see his reaction on the card looking over his shoulder, you can really feel the emotion come out of the card. And this is really where I get locked in on certain cards and certain artists is the emotion that I feel when I see the card and this really just drips emotion. And so I'm not of course collecting Chuck Styles set, but when you take a look at this Chuck Styles Willie Mays, you compare it to maybe Natural's Willie Mays from last year in Project 2020. Cards that look somewhat similar, but draw the same emotion from you. So for me on this Willie Mays, it's nearly an automatic buy. Now if Willie Mays didn't have a hat on, it would have been an automatic buy, but that's another story altogether. But another card that I really, really like that released over the past couple of days is gonna be of an artist that I am collecting that I have purchased at this moment. But when you see the card, the player that's depicted, that is not what I saw when I saw the card for the very first time. We have New York Nico and Naomi releasing their Mariano Rivera. 
but this is, in my opinion, not a Mo card. Yes, it has Rivera on the front, it has the back, it has the Mo on the in the background, but really, this is a number 42 card. And just as a sort of behind the scenes view here, my favorite Mariners jersey has the number 42 on it for Jackie Robinson. So the number 42 for me is special to have this card now. Just be about number 42 because we know as baseball fans what number 42 represents. We know no other player is going to wear that, that number ever again. This card is just special and emotional for me because of the significance of 42. And so while we're on the topic of Project 2020 retreads this year in Project 70, and I don't mean that in a bad way because there are so many great players that deserve to be represented by some of these newer artists in the Project series, we have Infinite Archives releasing their Frank Thomas from my number one set this year, 1971 tops, but it is vertical, it is not horizontal. We do know that, wait, it is horizontal, not vertical. Now we know that 1971 tops does include some of the best action shots in a set, but this card, this Thomas is more of a pose. And when you think about sets that had great poses, I think of 1991 Topps, I'm, spe I'm speaking specifically here about the Roger Clemens when he's leaning against the Green Monster. And so this is a cool card. This is Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. It isn't all black. There is some yellow there, but I would have liked to see him in an action shot here because of the significance of a horizontal 1971 Topps card. And so while we have seen Frank Thomas and Willie Mays several times already in 2021, a player that we have not seen since 2020 is... In fact, Ted Williams. It took over 230 cards for an artist this year to release the very first Ted Williams, but here it is, Matt McCormick with card number 231. It is great to see an artist finally release a Ted Williams card. I have been waiting patiently for this to happen. This is the second player set I put together in Project 2020. Of course, Jackie was the very first one, but it is good to see this finally happening. And it also did make me take another look at Matt McCormick's set. I have not been particularly drawn to the first couple of releases of his. I have asked a couple questions. What are, your, what are your thoughts? What do you feel when you see these cards? Of course, there is that vintage aspect, but I really, really like the blue, the real dark blue background. It really makes Ted stand out and he's doing what he does best. He is getting a hit at home plate, the last player and maybe the last player ever to hit 400 in a season. Because right now, the modern day game, everyone just strikes out every single day. So we'll see how that goes, but it is great to see Ted Williams finally in Project 70. And now one player in the set that does not like, and he's been very vocal about the fact that he does not like the current state of modern day baseball is Goose Gossage. And Goose Gossage is now in Project 70 courtesy of JK5, another phenomenal release by JK5, another card with a connection to his daughter. I highly, highly recommend you check out his Instagram video, his words in the Facebook group. Nothing that I can say or ever talk about on a JK5 will ever come close to what he means and is the significance of every single added detail in the card. So I highly recommend you check out this card, even if you can't stand the fact that Goose Gossage is in the set and you don't like the fact that Goose Gossage is so adamantly against the current state of baseball, 
but we'll let the goose quack in the corner by himself as he complains about the modern day game because there is an artist in this set right now that is tackling all of the young guns out there and every one of his cards is part of the young gun set and here we have Jacob Rochester releasing a no hat Luis Robert. So obviously for me, this is an automatic buy when it comes to my no hat collection in Project 70. But what do you get when you see this card? What is your first immediate mental thought when you see Luis Robert? You have, of course, the necklace, you have the shades, you have the bleach blonde hair, everything I do not have. And so at the end of the day, you get a real cool, fresh thought process about this card. At least that's how I feel. Luis Robert just looks cool in this card. And so maybe one day I'll grow to be as cool as Luis Robert. But this is just another painting from Ronchester that draws out an immediate emotional feel when you look at the artwork plus the lettering. And so while many artists out there will try to draw an emotion out of you when, you show, when they show you their artwork, one artist in the set is trying to draw out the feel, not necessarily an emotion, but a touch feel with their cards. And we have Mims Bams with the very first Jacob deGrom card in the set. And so every time I see maybe Cody Bellinger get released in Project 70, I think maybe that slot could have been used for Jacob deGrom. Probably one of the best, if not the best pitcher in the game right now. But when you get this card, when you see this card on the top screen, and even when you get Mims Band's cards in hand, you just want to touch them because the detail of the wristband, the effect of them is very, very strong. Unfortunately, they're just a shiny card. There's no feel to it, but you can just feel and see the texture of the card. And so maybe in the future, instead of an autographed player version for this artist, we would get maybe an out of 100 or out of 50 cloth variation. I would buy that instantly if I could on the Topps website, if I can figure out boats and bicycles before they get sold out. But I would really, really like a limited edition, just one time, a Mims Bands card with the feel of the wristband on the actual card. And so while you're on the website picking up that Jacob deGrom card, you might as well go and add Andrew Thiel's very, very similar pose Tom Seaver to your shopping cart. This is an artist who has really simplified their approach this year from the background perspective. I always said last year, basically the entire year, those cards of his should be prints because there's so much detail in the background, but it is great to see the background this year be simplified and it makes the players stand out. And also on a complete side note here, if you are a fan of Project 2020, at least as of this morning, the prints from last year, the, the framed or fine artist prints are on sale right now for 225 bucks. So jump over there and see if you can pick up one of the ones you like because 225 is a lot better than $400. But this card from Andrew Thiel is just what you expect. And so if you're a Thiel fan, you're gonna love it. This is an artist who has continued to engage the proper way with his companion cards. And it's just another fantastic release from Andrew Thiel. And while we're on the topic of boats and bicycles, and hopefully some of you out there can solve that riddle within a couple of seconds because it appears going forward probably once a week throughout the rest of the set, Tops is going to be releasing player autographs for one artist a week. And this week we get Bo Jackson. This is now the second Bo Jackson in the set. Last week, of course, we saw Lauren Taylor with her very, very respectful number, just under 7K. But this time, Keith Shore gets the honor. The guy last year at this time who basically broke Project 2020 with that 99,000 Ken Griffey Jr. But he's back at it with a football and baseball 
Bo Jackson. So this is going to be going to be interesting to see how well this sells compared to the Lauren Taylor. Their art styles are very, very different. Keith Shore has a very distinct art style. It's one that's either you love it or you don't like it at all. There really isn't an in-between, but there is the autographs, and 170 bucks will gain you that out of 70 autograph. It's, it's going to be interesting to see in the future how well those resell on the secondary market. Actually, they're 130 which makes it even a better long-term proposition if you're able to get these on day number one on the website. So while that Bo Jackson may end up being the second best selling card this week, in my opinion, the top card overall of the entire week is gonna be Cess with their Doc Ellis. And it's for one simple reason. It is for what is missing on the bottom left of the card. Yes, Cess got by MLB and Tops, And obviously they had to have known what this is. So this really isn't a trick. He didn't pull anything over on them, but that is an acid sheet on the back of the card, and I am just surprised that this card was allowed to be produced. Yes, there is just the very, very famous story famous story around his no-hitter, but for tops in MLB baseball to approve an acid sheet background makes this card for me the winner of the week. And don't get me wrong here, I'm not about to advocate for anyone taking acid or LSD. I'm not even a drug fan. I am just surprised to see that on a card so that is why it is my number one card for the week but let's also let's get back to our winning ways let's get back to doing something fun on the show let's get back to giving a card away right now in the comments below i am going to be giving away the jacob de Gram card for free to the person nearest to print run but there are two things you have to do to qualify for this promotion number one you must be subscribed to the channel so right now if you're not subscribed hit that button number two Put your print run guests in the YouTube comments below. The print run guests must be in before 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on Sunday, and the person nearest to print run without going over will win this card free for me. So best of luck on this print run. But also taking a look at the print runs from the Tuesday cards, what was the biggest surprise? And if you go all the way back to the beginning of the video, which I filmed on Thursday night, a Yankee card sold over 2,000, breaking kind of the recent low trend of cards selling under 2,000. That Chinatown Babe Ruth 2.2K, so very nice to see the Yankees getting back a little bit of their mojo on a print run, but we also did have a card fall under 1,000. That Sparky Anderson by Pose, the card that tripped me up on Tuesday, it did sell under 1,000. Over 900 though, so it's not the lowest, but it is towards the bottom right now. With that, I hope everybody has a fantastic weekend, gets to watch some baseball, and I'm going to the Mariners game on Sunday and Monday, so I'm looking forward to that. And I'll see everyone back on Tuesday night for episode number 41 of the Project 70 Show.